Acts 16 and 25 says, And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. Tonight I want to speak to you a thought that God put on my heart, a word I feel like God gave me for this church. There's saving power in our midnight hour. I want to pray with the church before being seated. Lord, I pray that you anoint me to speak and do only what you have given me. Nothing more, nothing less, Lord Jesus. In your name, anoint their ears and their hearts and their minds to receive your word tonight. In the name of Jesus, you can be seated. There is something so powerful about the midnight hour. In that moment, that second it takes the clock to turn from 11.59 to 12 a.m., And that something is called hope. Your whole world can be turned upside down and in a mess. And in just one second, one moment, it can all be turned around. The hope of a new day and a new start. And that is exactly what we'll find in Acts chapter 16. So tonight I want to speak to you from this very popular portion of scripture. We have all read and heard the story of Paul and Silas. How after being severely beaten and put in stocks and placed in the innermost part of the prison that at midnight they prayed and sang praises to their God. And God answered their prayers and he set them free. What a great miracle he gave Paul and Silas that night. But tonight, church, this is not the miracle I want to talk to you about. There's another miracle that night that is not talked about a lot. And, and so tonight I want to talk to you about that miracle, the other miracle in this story. The miracle of the jailer, a rugged and tough prison guard who was responsible for severely beating Paul and Silas, who when the earthquake came and set the prisoners free, wanted to take his own life instead of facing the consequences of the jailbreak. And we have all read the story how Paul stopped him and told him that all the prisoners were still there to do no harm to himself. But church, this is where the miracle begins. And as we read in verse 29, the jailer called for a light. And it was in this moment, church, when the prison was illuminated, that God gave the jailer the revelation of freedom. When he had seen the very same chains that he had put on the prisoners broken, he knew the very same God Paul and Silas was singing and praying to could break his chains as well. It is then we read in verse 30 that he asked them, what must I do to be saved? That church is the saving power of our God. What an awesome testimony he gave this jailer and his family. The very same jailer that beat Paul and Silas, who would have rather killed himself than to face his leaders, who we find in just a few verses down washing Paul and Silas' stripes and serving them food. What an awesome example of God's saving power. Another great example of God's saving power we can find in the book of John chapter 4 where we will read about the woman at the well. A woman who, quite frankly, was a mess. She was broken. She was in her midnight hour, and Jesus knew it. For we read in verse 4 that he must needs go through Samaria. Church, I believe it's no accident that he decided to go through Samaria. Church, I believe it, it was not a common thing for Jews to go to Samaria. They didn't like each other very much, and they did everything they could to avoid one another. But Jesus knew. He knew where she was going to be. The exact time, the exact place. He was there to help her, church. 
And in, as we read in verse 14, which is one of the most powerful verses in the Bible, Jesus says to her, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. He offers her rest. He, he gives a rest for her soul and her mind. And he read in just a few verses down that she runs to town telling everyone about her Jesus and that the Messiah is here. There's saving power in our midnight hour, church. As I hasten to a close, I want to turn your attention to the book of Luke, chapter 23. And as we read in this chapter, we will find a malefactor hanging on a cross beside Jesus. Just like this man, church, many of us in here tonight have found ourselves on that very same cross. Many of us here tonight have been so broken, so heartbroken, that it would hurt to even take a breath. Many of us here tonight have been so bound by addictions that we couldn't see a way out, that there was no escape. Many of us in here tonight have been so depressed and oppressed that we just didn't want to face tomorrow. And just like this man on the cross, we had exhausted all of our options. We tried all the world had to offer. We tried to do it all on our own. And just like this man, we had nothing left but Jesus. And we cried out. Maybe in a whisper, because that's all we had left. Maybe we yelled it at the top of our lungs because we were so frustrated and overwhelmed. Maybe we just said it in our normal voice. Lord, remember me. And as we read in verse 43, Jesus said, And then verily I say unto thee, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. That's the saving power of our God, church. Just like these individuals I talked to you about tonight, he saved us in our midnight hour. You know, when we had nothing left, no hope. And just like these individuals, he gave us a testimony. He, and this church is how we will overcome our next midnight hour. And the next one, and the next one. By the words of our testimonies. The Bible tells us in Revelations 12 and 11 that they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives until the death. Just remember, church, the greater the test, the greater the testimony. The stronger we will be, the stronger we will become. I want to leave you with these few words. Words from a song that were written in a midnight hour. I may not know what a day may bring, but I know who brings the day. On the darkest night, when I cannot see, my, still my soul will say I believe in miracle power. In a wonder-working God. Our God does His greatest work in the midnight hour. His light shines the brightest in our darkest hours. Let's all stand, church. I'm, I'm finished. And we'll pray tonight. Lord, I, I thank you for the, your saving power. Lord, I thank you for the testimonies that you have given us. Lord, I pray tonight for this congregation, for anyone who is going through a midnight hour. Lord, I pray that you will give them strength to hold on, to give them a great testimony. Lord, I pray that you will never let us forget the words of our testimonies. For joy comes in the morning and your mercies are new every day. Lord, in your name, Jesus.